Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Welcome, Traveler. You are now listening to Castle Black, the blackest House of Dragon podcast in all the realms. Castle Black by For All Nerds is powered by our listeners. Everything we do from our podcast, live events, website, and more are independently funded. Please continue to support us through our Patreon page at patreon.com slash forallnerds. Black. So this is the seat of the Night's Watch. And welcome, Internets, to another episode of Castle Black, the blackest House of Dragon podcast in all of the realms, powered by Four All Nerds, where we discuss everything in the worlds of Game of Thrones from the perspective of people of color and this week we're mixing it up a little bit it is one of your hosts tatiana king aka the lord of light sabers and i am joined triumphantly returning my friend chica chica introduce yourself hi everybody i am back this is chica aka chica supreme aka the sea snakes loctician aka (laughs) not your praying stepmama, <laughs> aka say no to Krabby Patties. Okay, so we're gonna have to ask about this. <laughs> we're gonna have to ask about those two. Um, we are here to talk all things episode two of House of Dragon. Now, that's a, that's another thing. Black people, black people are so interesting. The name of this series is House of the Dragon, but we because that's what we do, decide to just drop all the extra words and just call it House of Dragon. Or y'all watching that dragon show? Like, that's what my 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 aunt asked me the other day. And I was just like, ma'am, it's called House of Dragons. Let's get it right. I, I just love how black people just rename things. But yes. Yes. We are here to talk all things. Episode two of the House of Dragon. Unleash the Dragon. Episode two, titled The Rogue Prince. Directed by, and please don't kill me for mispronunciation, but... Directed by Greg Yatanis 
and written by Ryan Condal. So just overall, before we get into kind of the specific details, what did you think of this episode, Chica? It was a lot. It was like, a lot. <laughs> I mean, the first episode was a lot, especially yeah. like with Emma and her being cracked open like a watermelon girl and stuff to get that baby out. And then they both died. But then this episode, I like y'all trying to marry children. I mean, I, <laughs> I'm with you. And it was a lot for me for, I mean, th- clearly that, but from yeah. a, like a larger perspective, just this is, this episode was the jumping off point to a lot of the bullshit that's going to happen for the rest of this series. I don't, I don't, I'm not even sure how many episodes, you know how many episodes are we talking about like 10 or 13 episodes at this point? Um, I think it's 10, but I might be wrong. Okay. This is clearly, I mean, besides like, 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 like child brides, um, um, not listening to the black man, a whole bunch of other stuff right. we're going to get into is really going to be the catalyst for all the crazy shit I feel is going to happen for the rest of this series. And I, as you said, like the first episode was kind of putting you in, but now it's just full speed ahead for sure. Um, but overall I did really appreciate this episode. I'll say that. Um, but, but let's go into the things we loved before we get into the things that were a little sketchy. All right. Um, I'm going to start with you. Give me one of your first thing that you loved about episode two. So one of the things that I loved about episode two is Corliss. Now, I don't agree (laughs) with him trying to get his daughter, his 12-year-old daughter, Lena, to marry Viserys. But I like him as a character because he always is bringing attention to what's important. Now, like last episode, he was talking about the triarchy and how they're taking like the three cities and they're going to ruin like sales and the ports and stuff like that. And this time he's still talking about it. But apparently like the head of the triarchy has some crab cannibals. Mm. Um, They were reenacting like Jesus being put on the cross, except Mm. they weren't putting them on the cross. They were just putting them within the tide so that Mm. they would drown the person that they were nailing to the wood would drown and then also be eaten up by crabs. And I, especially after on Beyonce's Internet, when she made that song and she talked about taking her man to Red Lobster and then now we're seeing (laughs) the the seafood turning around and eating us. I just did not know how to feel about it. The seafood are fighting back. <laughs> the seafood is fighting back. They're jumping out of the pot. Like I will say that was very visceral neck. seeing all them men covered in Obey and mm-hmm. sauce in the beginning. It was a lot. Um, and then, of course, like they, like they were just trying to show like this guy is to be feared. Like this is the... I mean, I'm not going to say he's the new king of the White Walkers or anything like that, but like that's what they was trying to make him come off as. It reminded me, actually, for those who watch Walking Dead, of the group that like wears like the skins of the walker. Like, oh, that's yeah. his whole situation with the mask and all this stuff. It just reminded me of that. Yeah, you see, because I don't know if it was a man. Maybe it is a man. I thought it was a woman. So that's why I Ooh, said... Oh, it could be a woman. Yeah, you're right. I, that's why I was just like, not your Krabby Patty, because that's Krabby Patty to me. The one with <laughs> the mask. Oh, like Patty. Krabby yes. Patty. Gotcha. Yes. Gotcha. Patty. Okay. Yes. And, and what are they calling it? Calling them? I'm going to say them since we don't know if it's a woman or a man, but what are we right. calling them? The Krabby Eater or the Crab Feeder? Or... 
something like this. It's crab something. Okay. But I remember at least in the first episode, they called it the triarchy. Okay. Well, we're going to call that person or that, that the, the big bad, uh, if that's what we think is the big bad crabby patty. Um, yeah. One of the things that I really loved about this episode is Renera, or as I call her to keep my people in line, Daenerys Jr. Um, that I needed to use like these other terms for all of these characters. Like the first episode, I was confused as fuck. Like who is who? Who is this? So yeah. um, I'm starting to get there now. I just mess with her as a person. Like I like her as a character. I like that she's strong. She reminds me of myself, especially as a kid, where it's just like, you got a lot to say. You may have some great ideas that people are like, not yet, child. Like you need some time to grow, grow up. And also like adults just underestimate children or young young yeah. people a lot in general so i felt that um her when she was going through her thing and and really the the main thing about her that i enjoy is is we're seeing her journey how she's learning the way of the crown learning the way of politics but at the same time she's starting to insert her own brand of how she's going to get things done my fake one of the favorite part when they pulled up on her uncle Damon. Yeah. And it it was clearly about to be all bad. I'm just like, all right, here go with the ego of men. And it's just and it's all it's all this puffing up your chest as opposed to just just saying what it is. And of course, here come Daenerys Jr. to save the day, flying through on her dragon. She's coming through to shame, essentially shame her uncle, like, fam, yeah. what's your problem? You know this shit ain't right. Like, stop, stop fucking around. And, you know, she basically said, stop fucking around or do something. And right. as we saw, her, her uncle was not really about that life, not, not about like hurting her or killing her, at least as far as we see. So, you know, she was able to get that done. So th that was that was one of the things that I, I appreciated. Um, what is your second thing you appreciate or, or if you have more? Yeah. So I also appreciated in particular Rhaenyra and Damon's bond because I feel like mm. the fact that she was able to like come up and just talk to him straight in mm -hmm. Valyrian and just mm -hmm. be like, what are you trying to do? Because this is, since I'm the crown princess, like you in my house, you know, yeah. so why are you up, up in here? Why'd you take this egg? Right. And then she shut him down, found out, oh, that girl, that Missaria, his honey trap is actually not pregnant. So he just had the egg just to have the egg. Um, and like he was, that's why I was like, what was the reason? Like he, he was just being funny style just to be funny. I think he wanted I I think he wanted Viserys to come. And that's why he took that particular egg. He wanted purpose. attention. He wanted the clout. He wanted I think he wanted Viserys to come because obviously Otto is controlling mm -hmm. so many different controlling Viserys to the point that the only way that Damon could get a reaction out of Viserys and potentially get him to come and see him about it is mm -hmm. doing something involving his um, his dead son. Yes. And so that's why he was all, Viserys was ready, like, oh, I'm finna go over there. Like, he's mm -hmm. gonna know the power and da 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 da. And then Otto, like, shut him down. But the I thing is, <laughs> Otto ain't shit neither. Cause, okay, cause he's been, he does not, him and Damon do not mesh at all and no. stuff because Damon sees through him and Otto wants to have power and Damon is like the, the, opposer to that like he's not gonna have the type of power he wants if damon is actually the crown prince right so he's been setting things um in motion to make sure that viserys is not close to damon 
to the point that now, mm-hmm. you know, Damon is banished. And so mm-hmm. then if if Damon actually got what he wanted and Viserys showed up, then they could have actually reconciled. Damon would be back in the picture. Would he become crown prince again? We like we don't know. We don't or know. whatever. So Otto basically was just like, okay, well, no, I'm gonna go. And since Viserys is chicken shit, he was like, it's cut. too dangerous. It's and so dangerous. I mean, like, I mean, Viserys jumped up like he was gonna do something. Like he was like, oh, I'm gonna come out there myself. And then like he was pretty much talked down real easy. Like, nah, 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 that's too dangerous for you, fam. And I'm yes. like, that's your brother, right? Which to me signals that you're scared of your brother and you scared and you don't really have full like i know he he was yelling at his brother like yo i'm the only one on your side this that and third but i think he at the end of the day he's scared of what his brother what damon can do and while i completely with you where you say like damon sees right through it he sees the truth agreed the nigga is also psychotic let's 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 not get get away from the fact that the man's is off is rocker so you have to be careful for people like that especially when you not only are you are you a little off you are also egotistical and childish like he is right. a megalomaniac he's uh what do they call the narcissist yeah absolutely yeah. narcissist he's all of them he's all of the he's all of the therapist terms that y'all find in WebMD, and y'all just uh, decide to name that for yourself and for what's going on with y'all but he actually is it like he he is yeah. all of those things but I'm, I'm, um he, he's out of control so so it was to your point earlier too that it, it was really cool and to me it's like targaryen code switch and how she 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 showed up on the dragon spoke in valerian spoken their language like hey yo fuck these niggas here what's your problem what it is you know so right i, I like that right i mean i like that as well because i think that damon is Despite being all of the crazy, all of the di- different things that he is, I think he does care about his family and he looks out for his family. And he could have killed Rhaenyra like quick if he actually wanted to, but he didn't mm-hmm. want to kill her mm-hmm. or whatever. And he didn't want people talking bad about Viserys, even though Viserys is bad and stuff. Like, I think yeah. he is a lot more loyal than Viserys actually gives him credit and the thing about it is that, you know, Otto's been, I mean, ever since Damon turned Otto's son into Christopher Reeves, okay, Otto's been ready. He's oh just like, God. oh, no, you put my <laughs> no. son in some type of wheelchair. I know I ain't shit, but <laughs> you put my son in some type of wheelchair knocking him off of that joust thing. I'm ready to come for blood. And that's what he wanted to do. Yeah. And he was mad that Rainier shut that down. And yeah. He also didn't like Rhaenyra exerting yeah. any type of power either, because he just likes yeah. to have all the control. But I like their bond, Rain- Rhaenyra and Damon's bond together. I think they see eye to eye. They they absolutely do, almost like a brother and sister situation. And and mm-hmm. I want to just give special shouts to Matt Smith who plays Damon. You brought up a that great scene of when uh, she was basically like you want the crown, you're going to have to kill me. When Renera said that to Damon and Damon looked at her and I felt it. Like I felt it could have legitimately went any way. Like yeah. that, that just, it calls to the, 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 the acting prowess of, of Matt, because I, I, I was on the edge of my seat a little bit. Like that nigga might do it. Like I did feel like, yo, their bond is strong. He does love her. And he's really, and she's really the only person he really fuck with in the family. Yeah. At the same time, I'm like, this nigga's crazy. So, I was of the mind that he can he can just flip and decide, yo, fuck it. So when he did, and 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 
it may not have been a, a more than a 10 second wait if that even if that long but still it felt like a lot of time passed where he was contemplating he was contemplating yeah. okay the pros and cons of actually just murking her and so then when he did decide ah, fuck it i'm just gonna walk off and give her the egg i was like i'd stop i realized i wasn't breathing for a second mm-hmm. so that was like, just great acting and it was just a great it was just a great moment and and and, and really got you to see the complexity with all the wild shit going on in Damon's head and, and the stuff that he considers or doesn't consider when he makes decisions. So um, right. that leads to my, my, my other two things that I really love about this episode and really about Game of Thrones. What actually to me makes Game of Thrones a great series and why so many people watch is the backstabbing and the political yeah. maneuverings, especially the ones towards one's own self-interest and like, like what we like, for example, even though we ain't fuck with him, he was a fuck boy. We loved the dumb shit Littlefinger was doing, right? In yeah. in the first series, right? And all of the the different ways people were putting playing chess to figure out how do they get positioned, how do they get status and title and station, and then who are they fucking over to get there, right? Or who they fucking to get there? Sometimes that's what it is. So it, it's just. To see that starting to pick up again and fairly early in House of Dragon, like or House of the Dragon, um, wow! I just really realized when you said House of Dragon, I immediately thought of a ballroom house. I don't know why, but uh, but but yeah, mm-hmm. like w- when just seeing that pick up now, it's just it's just getting me excited because like th- this is the drama that I came for, right? Like someone says, "Oh, marry my daughter because this will be strong," and then as we see with a high tower his ass inserting his daughter on the low, like, like just seeing how all the pieces are getting moved and really how people are being used and played like pawns and all this other stuff. And, and just for people to get closer to the throne at the end of the day, like, it's just so interesting to watch how that works and how the mechanisms fit together. Yeah. I really like the, I like the push and pull of it. I like how like you could be rooting for one character like one week and then the next week you're just like, but I'm really signing with this other character. I want to see how Mm. things go, you know, and it's never just like a clear shot of, okay, this is the hero and they're going to like win and it's going to hit some like climactic point. And then that's the end. Like, it's never like that. Like everything they just show so many different variables. So it's like, I love that about House of Dragon that like we're getting that from, we're getting that from this show. And then at the same time, it's just like, instead of or at least the way that it was with Game of Thrones, when we were focusing on so many families, there's enough like bullshit and mess within the Targaryen family that we could just focus on them and it actually <laughs> makes it like so much easier. We don't have to go nowhere. We don't have to send a raven. We don't have to go, you know, 45 days to the east. Like all yeah. the bullshit's here. Like like House of the Dragon is the Mori of the Game of Thrones series. Yes, it is. So it's messy like Mori too. Love it. That and that, this is what I'm here for. And, and and I think that's why it's off to such a strong start. Because right away you say, Oh, we in for the fuck shit. So I I'm with it. And and my other thing that I love, which everyone loves, dragons. I, I'm so happy to see both dragons. Do you remember the name of these dragons? I'm still trying Cyrax. to Cyrax. Cyrax is homegirls, is is Daenerys yeah, Juniors. Homegirls okay. and uh... And then who's what's his name? Uh, Damon's dragon. I don't remember his. Why is it so skinny? His is just funny shape. 
to me. It it, it reminded me of the of the um the funny looking dragon and how to train your dragon. You know, the little skinny one with like two heads. Yeah. And, yeah, yeah. It's, a little, it's a little shaped poorly. Bad badly built. It's a bad built dragon. I ain't gonna lie to you. Like maybe I ain't gonna it's, hold you. Maybe the dragon is as badly built as, you know, Damon's mind is functional or rational. <laughs> that would make sense. I look at you. Look at you. I'm trying, y'all. I'm not I'm not <laughs> You know, like Portia, but you know, I can put two to two together. So you be thinking. Um, we speaking of Portia, I do want like I don't know about you, uh, Chica. I haven't read none of these books, so I can't tell you what's about to happen next or what what to reference it from and all that. That is the wheelhouse of Portia, as far as I know. I don't know if you yeah. read anything. So no, I just okay, watched good. YouTube videos. Um, okay. Okay. shout out to uh, Gray Area. I'm a sweet summer child. Uh, who else? Tony Teflon. Um, okay. I I mean I I I will watch the YouTubers talked about Quinn's ideas back when he used to talk about Game of Thrones. I would watch people and be like, oh, okay, y'all know the books. Okay. I own the book. I own the books. Um. Oh, you like George R. R. Just not gonna finish. It's not you gonna see, finish. <laughs> yeah. I, was just, I finish, like the first book. I was just like, "Damn, this is ooh." <laughs> yeah, I yeah, yeah. Try to get through this chapter. I was like, "You know what? <laughs> is it that dense?" But well, anyway, I say it's all so- that. To, I just wanted to just pretty much put a disclaimer out there for people who are listening who are like, "Well, they don't know shit." Uh, excuse me. I'm watching this series, a TV show, just like everyone yes. else who hasn't read the book. So, um, we'll, we'll we will probably talk with Portia after just to get her take and her and her viewpoint from someone who understands the books very well that leads us to the things that we don't or did not appreciate or like dislike about episode two tell me one of your things Sheikha. yes yeah, so uh hmm. okay well i mean i got some heavy ones so um okay Viserys relationship with Rhaenyra. Um, I, not a model father-daughter relationship? Not, because I really do not understand. So when when he cracked open her mother... You keep saying mother- that? <laughs> Why do you have to say crack open like that, bro? <laughs> like an egg. Like, just... I mean, it was more gruesome than an egg, guys. I was a little... It was a lot. Mm-hmm. But when Emma was, like, killed and they took the baby out or whatever, like, Damon was the one... I had to tell her, like, oh, you got to go stand with your father. You got to go help him. So she had to go say Dracar so that they, she could cremate her mother and stuff. And then he just never made attempts to reach out to her post being like, oh, you're my heir because um, Damon emasculated me by telling me I'm weak. Mm-hmm. Like he wasn't talking to her. Mm-hmm. And so I just like he doesn't give her the power. If she's heir, why is she still cupbearer? Like, yeah, I found that odd. I mean, I knew why. Yeah. Like, you, we know why, but on right. the surface. But it's also just like, bro, why? Right, because, like, Damon was able to at least sit with them, you know? Even if Rainier was being the cupbearer, the times in the first episode, he was able to sit down and talk to them and then go walk off and do his own thing. And mm-hmm. she doesn't have to... She doesn't get that. And then when... Corliss is talking about Krabby Patty and the triarchy. And mm-hmm. she's just like, oh, you just need a show of power. Otto's like, oh, I'm going to shut that down. And the thing is, like, 
I don't know if he just loves Damon more in that when Otto went head to head with Damon, they would just go back and forth. And then Viserys would just be like, oh, well, you know, like y'all are like oil and water. Like y'all just don't come together or whatever. Mm-hmm. It's fine. Mm-hmm. But he allowed Otto to, Otto to shepherd Rhaenyra off. And in a way that was just kind of disrespectful to the role that she's supposed to be. So because she said something that you didn't like, rather than hearing her out or just being like, oh, okay, well, we'll come back and talk about it later. You're going to just take her out of the whole meeting? Like what? Yeah. Like, I mean, it was, really? it was typical. It was typical of, I had said it earlier, just how parents or even adults treat younger people. Because she's not quite, I mean, she's still technically a child, right? Yeah, like, what is she, what is she 15, he said? She's still a child, but it's also just like she's not two, right? Like she she right. she she knows what's going on. She is aware and self-aware. And you've just named her your heir. Like you made people bend the knee to her and all this right. other stuff. So it's just it's makes me question your motives. Like, did you just do that to spite your brother? Because right. you really don't have and and, and Renera's uh, what she her auntie or whatever, uh Rhaenyris, the other girl, the Rain, other woman, yeah. Rain whatever the one that has basically the same damn name like even when she had that conversation with her they explained like okay just because they did that don't think don't believe that anything's going to change for you like it's just all show and tell it's just it's just for show and i don't know sarah's is confusing in that way because on the one hand like you said he's making her so be cut bearer and not really making it serious like he's not he's he's not being serious right now but then at the same time he turns around and gets mad when Renera yeah, dips and is like, like, you're my only heir. And he'll shake her and shit. And I'm just like, I thought it didn't matter. Like He's just, he switches up so much. And it's very annoying because I think that Rhaenyra especially just needed a fatherly figure. And since Damon has been like um, banished, then she literally just has her dad. And mm. he's not being there for her in a way that a dad should be. And then playing it off like, oh, I'm a king, so you should come to me, everything, which is like bullshit. And it's aside from that, dad stuff too, or a typical to parent be, stuff. Yeah, yeah. But to make matters worse, it's like she's a child, she's a child, she's a child. But that didn't stop you from dipping your wick in her best friend. <laughs> First of all, and I have a question because I was confused by that. Did he? Had he had done that at any point leading up to episode two, or is it that's just what's about to happen? That's what we see in the preview. This girl has been wearing the same dress. She was wearing the same dress. <laughs> Musty. She don't even go Fantasy home. Medieval times. You know they don't. They don't be. They don't be bathing. So. <laughs> she like. I mean, I don't. I know that you know they think washing is optional. They don't even wash their legs. But I mean, the same outfit. De- uh, has it been more than a day? Th- oh no, it has. They was like six was. months, and she was still wearing the same dress. Ah, she was wearing her mama, her dead mama's dress to seduce her best friend's daddy. Right. And the well, thing right. about it is that he is a venereal. He has a disease. Okay. Oh, we got to talk about that too. Puss back, black finger. <sighs> Wait, okay. so I, I, I'm really trying to understand this. Like, when obviously when Otto was like, yo, go keep him company, that's what he meant. He, you know, seduced him and all that. But I, I just didn't know whether she actually did it prior to to 
Viserys saying, yo, I want her as my new wife. No, I think she did it because he was pimping her out. He was like, oh, go put on your mama's dress. So he's the one who said, like, oh, go wear her dress. Yeah. Go see him at night and everything. And then because she fixed his Lego set, he's like, oh, I'm going to marry you. Like, and didn't tell. And uh, I feel like the main thing about it is that he hid it from Rhaenyra because Mm -hmm. the way that he and he just he would disarm Rhaenyra in conversation with her by talking about her mom and the death and how it's he's still broken up about it. And so she's thinking, oh, we're reaching like an emotional place. Like I can try talking to him about other things. And then she realizes, okay, he has to get married. And she's thinking he has to marry Lena. And Mm -hmm. so she's like, okay, you have to do it. I get it. Mm -hmm. And because he hid his relationship with Allison. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It just ruined whatever progress that they were having. Mm-hmm. And like father, daughter, and everything. Like, you aren't alone. Your, your mom might be gone, but I'm still... He ruined all mm-hmm. of that in a moment. Because he didn't just tell her, like, hey, you know... um, I don't know. I'm me and Allison. We get raunchy to kids, Bob. Like he just <laughs> didn't tell her. And you saw Renera crumble to pieces. Like at the at the small council when he looked over, and and I was like, this nigga going, this nigga's gonna do it. Like as soon as he was like, I picked my wife. I said he is not gonna say that little girl. He gonna he gonna he gonna fuck shit up. And he turns around as you saying, looks at her. It looks at Renera's uh, best friend. Her best friend. Her bestie. And says that. And I knew that was going to happen. But what I was not prepared for was the the sheer... Like, she just broke. Renee. And, and to your point, I just feel Renee was like, yo, anything I was going to say with this nigga, any trust I had is done. And and not just her dad. Trust but, Allison. Because, right. again, these are children. They're 15 or 16, whatever how old they are. Allison couldn't say something? Exactly. That's supposed Tom to be a you like the fact that she took her to pray that I cannot believe. So you out here 
doing like the horizontal hokey pokey, whatever with her daddy. And then you go into this like house, this prayer place and you tell her, oh, pray to your mother. Yeah, I mean, that's cool. Like that was, I feel that was doing the stuff with her daddy. Like, no. (laughs) Hypocritical, right? I mean, and again, I don't, I don't blame her whatsoever in that part of it, the whole daddy thing, because she's a child. And she's, she's being used and, yeah. and it's 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 disgusting how Otto is using this, right? And 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 yeah. she doesn't have true agency in this situation. She but does. I just be like, yo, bro, you couldn't have said something like I'm your bestie of who whoever knows how many years you couldn't say, you couldn't say, Hey yo, I might be your new stepmommy, like something. Something like I mean, and I thought that they had vibes too, like you know, like you know. I was, I'm glad you said that because I was feeling that. I also the other reason why I felt Renera was broken was for the obvious reasons we stated, but also because I felt Renera loved Allison to a different degree. Like right. I thought, like that was like she would want to be with Allison if she could right. as a partner, yeah, as a romantic partner. That's what I thought. It just. And and perhaps it's just the way it was shot, and perhaps it was quite on purpose. But it just felt like all of the intimate moments between them. When I say intimate, intimate doesn't intimacy does not mean sexual. Intimacy right. just means just being can also mean just being close to someone and and sharing moments that you wouldn't share with other people. The way Renera was very open and and close to Allison when they were laying in the fields yeah. and touchy uh, and, and stuff. And, so right, and yeah. and, and Renera like clearly like trust this girl beyond measure and then yeah. even at the at the set when they were praying and i don't know that was where they was holding the hands or whatever and and, and the camera zoomed in to the to the prolonged hand holding yeah it just felt like renera was like that that was like allison's her person in that way yeah that was her person they so just weren't this, doing anything well i don't know if they were do i don't think they were doing anything who knows right but, and they're so young and that's the part about it. so so that my my belief of that Couples with the fact that that's her father. Her father didn't give her no heads up, didn't give her nothing, doesn't even speak to her about stuff. And when she tries, it's a problem. Yeah. Put all that mixed together and then to turn around and be like, hey, yo, I'm going in on your bestie. Ugh. In front of everybody. Like, nasty you, work. Nasty. You couldn't tell her without these other people around. So she could at least, like, mm. you couldn't do that. And it was, uh, it was just, so messy and it's like girl like Nasty he cut up he cut open your mama and then now he's going anyway let me not yeah it's okay <laughs> let me <laughs> let me go on to because we've been talking a long time about about yeah. viserys dumb ass let's talk about two of the things i did not like they're they're a little bit shorter so one i <laughs> ignoring the black man specifically the only black man that i see so far corliss <laughs> he i was with him he even though it was once again fucked up shit and your daughter's even younger. He did, and 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 his wife made all the perfect points and made the most sense. Even if it yeah. was for personal gain, their, their whole idea was like, yo, you know, we have real Valerian blood, pure Valerian blood. You know, we we just as strong, if not as we're just as strong or stronger than the Targaryens. I They're the richest explained. family. They're the richer, right? Richer than Targaryen. Like the richest, like they like. It made sense. And even the maesters and the other niggas was like, yeah, that's that's the right idea, right? And not only that, like from the from the Viserys side of things, as as the Maester was saying, was like, yo, you you'll permanently have Corliss at your side if you do that, because you don't have to really worry about him backstabbing you. You have married his daughter, like he's not gonna he's not gonna fuck you over. Like you pretty much have strength in everything, in every arena. But 
as I said before, I also particularly hated that him and his wife offered up their 12-year-old daughter. Because when they were talking about her, I had in my mind, I'm like, this girl going to be young. And then when they show that little baby with that goddamn Ooh. mop on her head, that I did not I like that mop. wig. But, <laughs> but when they showed that little baby girl, I was just like, it was disgusting. And I was just like, the things that they do to get ahead is outrageous. And right. Then, and then, go ahead. Go ahead, Lord. Like, the thing about it for me is just that when, especially when she was telling the Sarah's, like, I will give you many children. I was just like, ah, like, yeah, it was. <laughs> I was like, no. And then he asked her, okay, well, what did your mom say? And he was like, well, her, the mom said that he wouldn't do anything till she's 14, oh. which I mean, it's technically like better because Allison is what, just a year older than that or whatever. So he's still messing with kids regardless. Mm. But it's just like, all this is gross. And I also wonder how that, I understand this is. This is fiction. And yeah. it's also based on, even though it's fantasy fiction, it's also based on the shit that would go down, even up until this day, that would go down in the medieval times and so on and so forth, especially yeah. in dynasties and, and monarchies and things like that. So it just, I just wonder how the actors felt like, just for, as a person, like, damn, you know, I'm, I'm like courting this child. And yeah, ugh, and I know the actors are much, not at least not the little girl, but like Allison and them, maybe they're older, maybe they're in their 20s or whatever, but ah, like, I just, I couldn't get with it. And it's like, you gotta, like, show romantic feelings towards a child. Ooh. Right, and, like, the thing is, I think that, um, I think his name is Patty, Viserys' actor. He did a good job showing oh, Patty, how, yeah. Un- yeah, how uncomfortable he was it's walking with Elena. Yes, I was uncomfortable by the conversation, by her terrible hair. I, Yo, I that just... Yo, was atrocious. Like, it was some on some Miss Frizzle Hayao Miyazaki shit. Like, what the fuck is this? Where is Kim Kimball, HBO? Where is Arrogant Tay? Where is Touched by Tokyo? Where I could list people. I could even list regular black hairstyles. I was going to say, you don't even need to list the big ones. Go on wig, how to lay a wig on YouTube and the first five results. That's good enough. Right. Go on style seat. Ah, ah. It's, it's a lot. It was a lot. It was uh, a lot for me. So, oof, that wig. I, that, that's annoying, and I don't understand for for a uh, for a series that has over twenty million dollar budget. That's the best y'all niggas could do. Yeah, for y'all real. Y'all threw that big, and it wasn't just a wig. It was a big ass wig that they threw on that little baby head. I was so. And mad. it looked like a granny wig. It looked. Yes. Like- I don't. Okay. Uh, <laughs> the second, the other thing I did not like. Um, you know what, Damon? I don't. I I, I both. And and it's complicated. I fuck with Damon just from a comedy entertainment perspective, but also yes. don't like him because his ego, his emotions, his pettiness, his childishness is what's going to bring down one of the things that will bring down his family and mainly Renera. Like if he loves and fucks with Renera as much as he clearly does, at least up until now, he's going to cause unnecessary danger. He's going to cause downfall. Just his methods is going to be a problem. Versus if he would just calm the fuck down. And so that's why I both love him and I don't really fuck with him. And and also, yeah. I, I I told you, this is how I was remembering people. He reminds me of like Draco Malfoy mixed with Joffrey. So I've been calling him like Joffrey. But <laughs> that's, it's like he's my nigga, but he's not. <laughs> like, he's not. Like, he's, I just, 
and stuff. And like the thing is, I know that this just takes me out. I didn't list this as one of the things I didn't like, but him going back to Missaria and them having that conversation. I don't know what accent they try to make that girl do, but she should not do it no more. Yeah, not I not. was just kind of like, what? Like, and you know how I was when you confused by that accent. Was it trying to be like, uh, like she was from you know South America slash Middle East slash like where was she supposed to be from? Oh, but when she was talking, like you know how you sometimes you squint to hear things, like that's <laughs> what I was doing. I'm so glad I, I'm so glad I had the subtitles on because I was like, what is this woman saying? It was weird. Is this the new, uh, is this the new, you know, it's too dark? Is this the, I don't know what this person is saying? <laughs> just like, like, just like, bear, like, what? Uh, yeah, I don't, it, it was weird. I'm glad you made that, that you mentioned that, that, that bothered me. I didn't like it. But when it comes to Damon, I feel that, I feel like there wasn't enough of him mm. in this episode. Because Viserys and his back and forth bullshit is annoying. I think he could get the Ned Stark treatment. I'm ready for him to die because he already has that stuff on his back. He's got his little black finger. What is that? What is that? Like, it's on his finger now. Is it, they call it the rot, but is it like grayscale or something? What's going on? No. So the thing is, I think that the throne is. She could say word on the street. (laughs) Right. Word on the street. I'm not Portia, (laughs) but you know, pseudo today. Like, the throne is rejecting him. And so that's why his ass is getting cut up. Because he makes the oh. wrong decisions. And so when he kicked Damon out and stuff, knowing the way Otto Hightower is, bro, the throne was like, oh, I'm finna cut your finger, okay? And now you have this random black finger and they put in that shit in maggots and ugh. Yeah, anyway. that was nasty. So the throne Damn. is sentient and it was like stupid ass nigga. And she like, Get that was a dumb move. Okay. Like, <laughs> Oh, you need somebody to hold you back from going to talk to your blood ass brother wow. for real? Cut, get him. He's gonna keep getting cut. I feel like mm. if somebody doesn't kill him, he's going to die from all of these cuts from the throne he's because clearly. he makes the wrong decisions every episode. Right. Like, I mean, th- that's a great that's- assessment that that it could be the throne himself rejecting him. I was also thinking maybe like. Niggas like Otto, are they like poisoning him or fucking with him, you know, in his sleep? Possibly. Well, no, because the thing, I don't think it is. I think they're trying to help him because they need Allison to be with child before they really be like, okay, like, let me figure out how to kill this man. Right. Before they off him. Got it. Got it. Right. Right. And stuff. And I honestly think when it comes to the people talking about how he should be with Lena, um, well, I guess it's sort of deeper than that. One, I think. If Damon was still around, that Allison thing wouldn't have happened because mm. Damon keeps enough watch on Viserys that he would have been like, Viserys needs his daughter to be near him after his wife died, not mm-hmm. her best friend mm-hmm. or whatever. Mm-hmm. And so Otto getting him out of the way, he was mm-hmm. able to push forward that plan. Then when it came to people talking about him getting with Lena, Otto knows that Viserys is a selfish person. He gets it. And so he's going to, he knows that at the end of the day, he thing, but Viserys is going to do what he wants to do. Mm-hmm. So he'll have, okay, you know, let me go pimp out my daughter. My daughter's going to go over and talk to him, you know, like nobody got to know or whatever. But my daughter's going to go talk to him. And then 
we're going to have um the maester guy the maggot maggot priest man he's gonna be like oh yeah you know lena that's a good idea but he's really just like playing the field of oh i'm gonna tell you what the right thing is yeah and i'm gonna have somebody else the um what is that man all these names (laughs) (laughs) just just describe them at this point (laughs) yeah so like it's like a Baratheon looking man, but he's not a Baratheon, but he's on the small council. I don't he's remember thick. His name. He's a yeah, thick man. The thick so one, he, yeah. So he also got him being like, yeah, you know, like, Lena would be a good choice, and it is a good choice, but I don't know, okay? I don't, I don't such, know. Such a slimy man. He's uh, like, mm-hmm, I'm gonna yeah. have my daughter rebuild his little Lego set, and yeah. we clinch and we clinched the marriage. I'm gonna call, like I'm gonna call Otto Littlefinger Light. Um, cause he's, I, cause he be doing shit on a low, but he, he don't be as bold as Littlefinger, at least not yet. So Littlefinger light for him. Yeah. yeah. Um, and the one last thing I want to say about stuff I don't like, um, and I, I see that that's just how this series is being built. The idea of patriarchy as a plot device. <laughs> Let me explain what I mean by that. Like, I understand man is primarily the writer on this. I don't know if there's any other people there, but I find it corny and boring that for a story that's completely fictional and fantasy, where you have dragons and magic and this and that, that we have to fall back on the idea that patriarchy is the the only driving factor for for all these characters and the reason why things happen or don't happen. And I, I don't know, I just find it, I just find it boring. Like, it, it, not not the series. The series is fine, but that that idea that oh, we're gonna be watching how the women and even though it's cool scenes, how the women band together and how they deal with the patriarchy and how people don't listen or don't want a queen because patriarchy. I'm just like, haven't we done this already in every right. genre? And, and the thing about it is I that know. we've done this. We do this in real life right now. So, yeah. um, thanks, Ryan Khan. Thank you for reminding us. <laughs> That in the U.S., women do not have control over their bodies, okay? In certain yeah. states, okay? And when it comes to all of that with the Emma scene, the torture, yeah. the horror of that. Thanks for also reminding us that, you know, Black people can be telling you, okay, this is what's going on. <laughs> and this no one listens issue. to us. And nobody listens until it's already too late. It's too late. Yeah. It's and, too late. And... and, and t- I completely understand because people are probably disagreeing with me and that's fine. I don't care. But I understand like that's just how how the world of Game of Thrones has been built and that's and that's why it makes sense. Yeah, it makes sense in that context. But it's like, could we have been a little bit more imaginative to see what other drivers could be used as as uh, writing tools and telling these stories and, and all that stuff? I, I was just curious if it could be something else beyond that and and that's really what i'm questioning so uh, yeah. that being said i'm still enjoying it it's just something i just thought through like well you know it's just the only thing we gotta think about and and the other st- reason why i thought that was after all the episodes are over i don't know if you watch them but those little quick like two three yeah. minute things uh, i watched the, it this time you watched them okay so i watched each of those and like, even from the first one, they say it, and they were like, yeah, you know, women have it bad, and this is what they got to go through, blah, blah, blah. and I'm like, all right, <laughs> I heard this story, like, I get it, so yeah, could be something new, but it is what it is. Um, did you have any other things you did not like about this episode, or anything else you wanted to mention? 
something I want to mention. Uh, we do have a mini segment called Chaos is Coming. Mm. We sort of talk about the foreshadowing and everything. But before we get into that, I would like to, I guess, give an honorable mention to Allison, the Red Keep City girl that is now going to become queen. Um, the Red Keep City girl is what you call her. She's the Red Keep City girl. City okay? girls up a thousand. <laughs> Allison, okay. Okay, before there was Carisha, there was Allison. Like, oh okay. <laughs> but the thing about it is so she got herself a king. Now he might have all of these diseases and whatever else, but she still got herself a king. But I really like that you can see that Allison is like kind of fucked with in the head because Otto is telling oh, yeah. her, is pimping her out, and she clearly doesn't want to do it, but she Not does it because she doesn't have like a choice or she doesn't feel like she has a choice. She doesn't feel like she has a choice. And she technically yeah. doesn't, right? Like, you know, talk about the patriarchy. What are you going to do? Say no. I mean, she right. could run away. She could do stuff. And, and you know, and well, she does self-mutilation. Right. Because she'd be eating up her cuticles. And mm-hmm. like, the thing about it is when um, Viserys was like talking about Lena to her and everything she's just like oh i'm sure she's gonna have like great times with you which great way to like you know you deflect by being like oh yeah you do this and then they'll like you it's like an old tactic in the book but still when she was doing that and he was just like i appreciate our talks and like you see her face the the honorable mention is because she has so many emotions going in her face Mm -hmm. like she's smiling and he's like he sees that but he doesn't see that it's like a tremulous like her eyes Mm -hmm. are like a little like shaking Mm -hmm. and then they pan down to her hands and she starts pulling on her hands and stuff because she wants to get at them cuticles again Mm -hmm. and stuff and so i like the fact that they show that for um allison that they show that she's struggling and stuff not that rainier is really going to see all of that because they kept it from her but it's not some easy decision even yeah. though she is a city girl, but <laughs> and you know, I wonder just at, will there be a point where it's less tumultuous for her, right? Where it it's where she does accept it, and I guess when she gets older, even after she has a child, like is it going to turn like mentally in her head, like where she's like, oh, she starts feeling, you know, like she she feeling like Cersei or something like that, where she, you know she she one step closer to greatness or something like that. Like I, I wonder right. if that's going to happen, or if she's gonna pretty much just remain to how she is now where it's just like she she's also scared she she's she's scared to death yeah. like she's a child yeah. being pushed into this direction and um that direction like we mentioned chaos is coming as we see in the preview for the next episode we we see that it looks like they have a son mm-hmm. her and Viserys and again we I don't I, I feel like Allison might be on that just accept me now tip when it comes to uh, uh, Daenerys Jr. and she's just like, look, this is just how shit is, and just deal with it. Um, what else do you see in, in the chaos that's coming foreshadowing? I think one, and we also see it in in the preview that Krabby Patty is coming for that ass. She is like, she is unleashing all and stuff, all of them. It don't even got to be because I know people think STDs, but this is legit crabs. Like she's releasing her crabs <laughs> to be. Eating people, <laughs> having people, oh, sure. they're gonna like, eat up and like 
it literally does take a show of force. And Corliss is out there because it's like, y'all going to mess with my money. Let's not mess with the black man's money. Okay, so he's out there in his gear. And Damon's out there because um, Corliss Mm -hmm. uh, went over to Damon. As soon as he found out that Viserys wasn't going to marry his 12-year-old daughter, Mm -hmm. he was like, you got to do something. Like, this is Mm -hmm. how you can help. And which mm-hmm. we'll see how that pans out. Who knows if Damon's actually going to do anything or whatever. I mean, he is, but we don't Damon's, know the timeline of it. Damon's the type that, to me, would walk up somebody and be like, scared money don't make money. Like, I just feel like he he, he about it. Like, I, I, it's, right. it's just the scary part is just you don't know when he's going to do he's shit and snap. whether it's going to be on your side or not. He's going to snap. And I was like, you know something? Because of the fact he's so loyal to his family, I'm wondering, but his family, specifically Viserys and Rainier, I'm wondering if something happens to one of them and that's when we're going to see him snap. Mm, okay. Not necessarily it being from him, but somebody else does something to them yeah. and then I, he snaps. I feel like with nobody else, he's going to hurt his girl. Uh, the Is one there, that speaks, speaks Spanish, Irish, that one. She she ain't gonna make it. I feel. I just don't see it for her. Um, I don't see it for her neither. Man. I don't see but her. That little and, scene in the first episode, it didn't, didn't nothing yeah, for me. I, I don't see it for her. But um, I don't think she's gonna make it. And and Renera, like at least for the for the time being, like they're gonna keep trying to put her in a box. Yeah, yeah. I think they're gonna continue to confine her role because Otto finally got what he wanted. Mm-hmm. He said that he wanted Rhaenyra to be the crown princess, but he really just wanted his daughter to get with the king. And he's been ready for that to happen. And now that his daughter had a male heir, it's just like, you're actually just a placeholder now, Mm. you know, which maybe that's why Viserys is so pressed about her getting married. Because if she gets married and she has a kid, kid. then skip, right? All that bullshit. Then it's not going to go to. Alicent's son. Yeah. But well, it's too know. late now. <laughs> it's too late. It's too late now. Yeah. Right. And then and then we'll see, get to see how much time has passed between because from episode one, episode two was six months. So we wonder how much time will pass between, you know, with, with now and episode three, since we're seeing that they have this child and it could be real quick. Could be, I mean at least nine months, right? So but it could Definitely. be real quick. And with that, thank you everyone for listening to Castle Black. Again, the blackest Game of Thrones. And this time around, House of Dragon podcast in all of the realms. Thank you so much to Chica. Thank you for letting me join you this week. And thank you to everyone who is cool with our musical chairs of hosts this time around when we're doing our Castle Black review. Please, for everyone who loves what you hear, loves to support us, there's a few ways you can do that. Hit up our T Public page, tpublic.com slash stores slash for all nerds that is our merch page that's where you can get really cool things such as chica's views from the 616 t-shirt that design can be built on a variety of items such as hoodies shirts sweatshirts books masks the whole nine yards you can get that and a bunch of other incredible beautiful designs thank you to everyone who's already bought some stuff please keep buying this is what we need we need that support thank you to also everyone who has been hitting us up on the patreon patreon.com slash for all nerds that is how you help us that's probably the most important way to help us that is how we do all the cool things we're able to do that's how we are able to pay our staff and our, our teammates 
Chica is one of our teammates. She is also our social media editor, our social media manager, editor, engineer. I don't know what words you want to use, but you got all of them. But uh, uh, in order to to get the great things she do, we got to pay the girl. So by, by we, the way we do that is through you, all right, through our patrons. So again, patreon.com slash for all nerds. Every tier is a great tier. And you get special privileges, including discounts on our Tee Public page. If you don't know what that discount's about, hit us up. We'll hit, let you know. Uh, and as always, please make sure you're following us. Follow Castle Black Pod on the Twitters. Follow For All Nerds, which powers this podcast, on the socials. That's all over the social media landscape. Follow Views from 616 if you're interested in how we move, but you want to hear it. From the MCU perspective, views from 616 on Twitter. Please follow me as well. I'm at Tatiana King all over the interwebs. Chica, what is your at? My at is at Chica Supreme. And that is Chica with a K, not two C's, guys. Oh, <laughs> two C's. That's funny. And always make sure you are following us. We are on every podcast platform imaginable follow for all nerds in order to listen to castle black and also listen to our beautiful voices and also to see our beautiful faces go to twitch twitch.tv slash for all nerds as well as our youtube youtube.com slash for all nerds tv all right so we are going to be back next week with episode three of game of thrones and we look forward to seeing you then yeah see you guys As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.